Welcome to Anime Cherry Bomb, the greatest podcast in the universe named Anime Cherry Bomb. I am your friend without benefits, Aaron, along with my cohort and the man who never smells of cigarettes, JJ. How's it going? Going good, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing pretty, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, just like last week, we're going to start off with uh, the topic of the week. Are you ready for this week's topic? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know we were doing this. Okay, let's do it. All right. There is no topic. All right, we're headed in. <laughs> no, there's nothing unnewsworthy this week uh, in the anime world, so maybe next week we can get something good. Okay. All right, so let's head on to the main event of this week, and that is Scum's Wish. Okay, do, should we do the synopsis first, or do you want to do some facts first? Uh, let's do the synopsis out first. Okay, so you want to handle that? Yeah, I got that. Let's see. Hopeless love, painful love, unrequited love. Are they really all that beautiful? In her second year of high school, Hanabi is hopelessly in love with the wrong person. Someone she's willing to do anything to be with, even if it means hurting the people she cares about. This is a love story, both pure and disturbed. Alright, so that kind of sums it up. Well, it, it does a good job of summing it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just the only thing that I... I uh, there was something that I read in there that fell in love with the wrong person. I don't know if it's the wrong... I don't know if you can fall in love with the wrong person. Or can you? No. I, I don't like You feel. fall in love with who you fall in love with. Exactly. You don't, you don't choose. It's not, yeah, a, it's not choice. a choice. Yeah. Okay. I but mean... That's the only thing. It's an unfortunate love. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Alright. So... So do you want to go straight into some topics or... Or to the facts. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Fact. I like the flow of the facts. So okay. So Scum's wish. Oh wait, did we did we even mention that this was Scum's wish? Yeah. Doing? Wish. Yeah. Scum's okay. wish. Okay. So this is Scum's wish. This is a Senin anime released in 2017. Senin is like young adult male, right? Uh, I think it's like yeah, just young adults. Yeah. Uh, older. Mm-hmm. Skews a little bit older than uh, yeah, I would mature. Say, yeah, I would say this is for the more. Well, yeah, if you more more uh, the older audience. Yeah, it's a more it's a more mature. <laughs> the the themes in it are not that of friendship and uh, mm-hmm. can do attitude. Yeah, I, I would say mm-hmm. this is this is more of uh, way more mature themes than yeah. it's it's rated MA for a reason. Yeah, I think it's it's probably. Of the five, four anime, five anime that we've done so far, it's the most mature yeah. out of all of them. Mm-hmm. So this anime has 12 episodes. The original story was written and illustrated by Mango Yokiyari. She uh, actually dropped out of high school to be a manga assistant. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess she always liked drawing, and she just ended up dropping out of high school to work for some somebody. I forgot who she worked for. Well, you know... I showed you uh, the manga, or at least the the sequel manga, and how yeah. pretty it's actually drawn. Yeah, it's really nice. And that's without any really like formal training. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, like she dropped out of high school. Yeah, so. and she went straight to doing it. Yeah, so that's not bad for being a dropout. Yeah. And the screenwriter was um, Makoto Uizu. He wrote the script for uh, School Days. Uh, Danganronpa, the animation, and and some of Boruto, 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 is it Boruto? Boruto, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if you ever seen School Days. Have you ever seen School Days? I have. <laughs> so uh, I could I could see that. Yeah, it's definitely there's some uh, similarities between oh, yeah. this and School Days. And then um, it's not as drastic as School Days though. Yeah, and then playing Danganronpa, I can see how he could adapt it. Also, yeah. um, so they didn't really use. Um, so since it's a, this guy's a screenwriter, he I'm I'm assuming that the manga is a little bit different than the anime. Uh, it's actually a, a lot spot spot on. Is it? Um, it's he wrote. Uh, they you wrote read, different stopgaps. Yeah. So going, I was just wanting to see if there was any differences. Mm-hmm. So like, I picked like a random, random couple chapters and read them. And they're pretty. They're pretty spot on 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 uh, how they adapted it. Uh huh. Um, the one change they did do is that there's different. Uh, stops to every episode all different endings yeah so uh like the beginning of one chapter is the end of one episode basically oh so like um getting into one of uh one of the episodes like destruction baby number five Uh uh that the end of that episode is the beginning of one chapter okay and it makes it better for the the drama, instead of like ending on where it, it wanted to end, and then uh, continuing on like doesn't really make sense. Like this, I mean, you could end it there, and then bring it back. But I think that episode ends on the the perfect note to be like, dang, yeah, a lot and of that, that, a lot of episodes. I think almost episode. every episode's end that way where you're yeah. like. Okay, now I gotta keep. I gotta keep going. Yeah, you gotta find out. It makes you want to wa- keep watching. Exactly. Just like what is it? Episode three. That's the. So and she and she smelled of cigarettes and was <laughs> yeah. dressed the same way. You're like, uh-huh. this. Oh, <laughs> getting ahead of myself here. All right. So um, the producers. There's more than one producer of this anime. I don't know if you've uh, read into this. Uh, there's yeah. there's three different people that produce this anime and. It's kind of weird. Like, um, so the first person was uh, Naoyasu Fujiyama, and I couldn't really find any Indeed. info on him. I don't know who he is. And the second person was Go Wakabayashi. Mm-hmm. I guess he's like a famous actor from like the seventies or something like that. Or just somebody who's and just I, pouring money yeah, into anime. Yeah, I guess so. He's and I, I guess he's um, on a lot of TV game shows in Japan. That's weird. Yeah. So. I mean, if I was if I was rich, I'd why not just yeah. fund anime. Uh huh. And the third person is a guy named Shota Komoatsu, and I found a guy that's has the same name, and he has something to do with string theory. Like he's something, <laughs> but I don't think that's the same person. <laughs> so who knows? It might be. Who yeah, knows? it might be. I don't know. It's another Japanese guy. I don't know. I don't know if uh, names are like similar like there's like in i don't know i mean like it could Japan. be yeah i, I don't know because like here in san jose there's like a bunch of people named jose garcia yeah. or something hey i mean <laughs> it might be the difference of like how they write it oh yeah i guess so and but yeah i mean i i don't see why not they couldn't be similar similar name people okay so the studio that produced this was uh, Lurch, and they've done Persona 4, the animation, the Danganropa animations, and one of your favorites. One of my favorite, Monster Musume. Yeah. Um, all three of those, I highly recommend. Um, 
Not the Danganronpa first anime. I was, we were talking about that earlier. That's that's a hot piece of trash. <laughs> um, but the Danganronpa three anime, uh, the Persona Four anime, especially if you play the games, mm-hmm. it's a really good adaption in in my eyes. Like as as much as they try to put it, uh, an eighty hour game into twenty six episodes of anime, it's uh it's really good. Um, Shady practices with that anime, uh, but it's good. All right. So the music was done by Mar Masasuru Yokoyama, and uh, I don't know if that's a guy or a girl, but uh, they they done a Kimi Kiss Pure Rogue, which is a, another one that I like, mm-hmm. or one that I like. Plastic Memories, uh, Freezing is another anime that they did. Oh, Plastic Plastic Memories is a. Uh... It was really good from a couple of years back. Mm. Uh, might be a future one. Yeah, those are it's uh those are contenders for, yeah. for stuff that we want. I definitely want to do Kimmy Kiss. It's just that there's no place to stream it right now. You'd, we'd have to buy it on DVD. Oh really? I didn't yeah, know that. that sucks. Yeah. Okay, so the the opening theme was done by Ninety Six Neko. Have you do you know Ninety Six <laughs> no, Neko? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I guess um, from what I understand, well. One thing that I noticed is that she's a really popular YouTuber. That's weird. Yeah, she like posts music like every week and it gets like thousands and thousands of views. I think she's like in half a million subscribers. Well, that's great. So I wonder how much she has on um on uh, Nico the the Japanese YouTube. I wonder how oh. how big she is on there. I know. Um <laughs> She did she did both, right? Did she do both opening Inter- ending or no, just the opening? Just the opening. That's that's kind of cool that they tapped somebody like that to do it. Yeah, and I guess um, she has like a. I I couldn't really find pictures of her. I found one live performance and it was blurry, so you can't really see what she looks like. But apparently she's like an androgynous kind of person, and she can sing both in a deep voice and a very cute, that's like cool. high pitch voice. That's neat. So like one of the videos I saw is her doing like the cute little voice, uh-huh. and it's like what the hell? It doesn't sound like the the intro song. But yeah, so that was pretty interesting to find out about her. And um, the ending theme was done by uh, a person named Sayuri. She's like a indie songwriter lady, singer-songwriter. I, I really enjoyed the ending. Yeah, the ending is really good. Um, I know last week I mentioned when, you know, when that theme song drops at the end of the anime, mm-hmm. that's when, you know, like, oh, damn, like, that's the, the per- like, perfect. And sometimes they bleed it into the the ending scene of the anime as well, and it's really good. Oh, with the my, my one of my favorite things that they do with it is the the soft acoustic guitar mm-hmm. version of it, and it leads into the the ending song. Oh yeah, oh that's great. It's... And the, this uh, Sayuri, she's actually uh, uh, plays the guitar like uh, acoustic. Oh okay. She mostly does that, and she mostly performs in the streets. Like, in just, like, in a random place. That's cool. Yeah. That sounds super indie of her to do. Yeah. <laughs> and her guitar is, like, yellow. It's not, like, an like a wood-looking guitar. It's yellow. It's weird. Oh, that's sick. All right, Aaron. So that's enough facts. Uh, do you want to go into some topics? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So uh, the cross-media for this one is actually pretty cool, uh, pretty neat. Uh, the same time that they premiered the anime... Uh-huh. There was a live action adaption also aired at the oh, same yeah, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I've, I've read about this. Um, 
uh, I can't find. I can't. I can't really find the live action yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if, if there's a place to watch it. Um, not legally. Mm. You can't. There isn't a place to watch it. There's but, no website that does like. Li- um, Crunchyroll that also the, does uh, live action. Live action. And doesn't I think uh, Netflix also does a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, they do more of their own stuff mm-hmm. than anything. But yeah, Crunchyroll does have uh, live action. It costs like five dollars more if you um. want to do like uh, J and K dramas. So I'm not subscribed to it. <laughs> um, it's a. I just think it's a really neat idea that they did both at the same time. Yeah, you got two different adaptions, mm-hmm. and it. What's actually really cool about it is, they. Um, she the the writer finished the manga. Right before the they aired, right okay. before the anime and the uh, so they had live action aired. so they had the whole manga yeah to, they had the whole manga to work with at that yeah. point by that point they had everything that they were gonna do, mm-hmm. um, uh and that's, I think that's all the cross media that that they have I mean besides it being a manga yeah. there's there's a sequel we mentioned a little bit earlier it's called the uh, Scamus uh, Decor. Decor yeah yeah and it's you've read it I've, I've read. I read uh, a little out. bit. Yeah. And it, it tracks the characters. In the future. Any sub- yeah. It doesn't um, really specify. Yeah. There's like one character. It goes into like 10 years into the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes one of the couples uh, maybe a year into their okay. into their marriage. Uh, another character dealing you know, with the which chapter you read dealing with her new found love. Yeah. Uh Highly recommend it. It's only three chapters out right now, so and it looks like it's a it's a monthly uh, manga. Yeah. Uh, oh, fun fact. I don't know if you put it in there, but uh, Scum Switch runs in uh, monthly Gan Gan. Oh yeah, which, I read that. Yeah, which is what Soul Eater. Was. Yeah, what Soul Eater was. I mean, I think Soul Eater was shown in shown in Gan Gan. Oh okay. But they're they're both run by Square Enix, mm-hmm. so. Really cool tie-in. Yeah, with, with the, the uh, previous podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, the art and cinematography in this anime, I cannot get enough of it. I, yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, just... From, from the opening shot of, like, the first episode of, like, the leaves with the with the water droplets and it falls into the puddle, it's, like, it's really beautiful. Even the... I, I know last week you were talking about how you... The, the one thing that you had the issue with uh, with Ballroom was it's still frames. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of still frames in this anime, but they're yeah, it's so done. pleasing yeah, to Yeah, it's see. done right, too. I think um, another thing that I like about, like, with the art and cinematography is the transitions that they do. Like, it's not really, like, a typical transition. It's, like, they'll have a scene of them talking or something, and then, like, a square would pop up with like a different scene that of them talking it's the same conversation but it's them talking like maybe in like a close-up shot and then another square would pop up in like another corner and it's like their feet or something or something. i don't know oh it's the, kind of like a like you're reading a manga yeah and watching an anime at the same time yeah it has really cool uh manga panels yeah in it. that's what that's what i didn't know what the word is yeah, panel but, yeah, yeah. Okay. um i really like that direct and that even makes it I would guess it's easier to animate because there's a bunch of still frames uh-huh. in those. Um, don't really serve an extra purpose except for being aesthetically pleasing, which is fine. By I don't really mind it. Mm-hmm. It's it gives it a little bit more character than 
than uh, other anime, I believe. Yeah. The one motif that I really enjoy is... Uh, I don't know if you caught it. I mean, I guess you had no chance to catch it. But it's the... Whenever characters have dark thoughts to themselves, you see, like, the darkness creeping in from the, the corner. Yeah, it's like... Uh, yeah, it, it transitions from, like, the bottom left or something. Like, or from one of the sides. sides. On the, yeah, it's on one of the sides, sides right? basically. Yeah. And then just, like, it spreads. It yeah. engulfs the whole thing. Exactly. There, there's some where it's, like, uh, one with Hanabi where it engulfs everything but her, in, like, in the corner. Oh, yeah. And then, um... And yeah, almost everybody has has that moment to them. Yeah. Where the, the dark thought... Basically, like, the dark thoughts are creeping in. Yeah. I, I, I thought of it, like, as in, like, oh, this is when the de- depression sets in or something. Or yeah. This is, when, this is when the depression starts. Yeah, exactly. When when you start... Especially with the When Hanabi, you start loathing yourself. <laughs> yeah, she starts, like, really, like, feeling bad for herself. Yeah. Or... She starts getting conflicted about something. Yeah, guilty or something. Yeah, exactly. Any else of the art you want to talk, talk about? Is that the character designs are really good? Oh, I yeah. feel like um, with one thing that I really liked is um, in uh, episode three when um, Sanai was uh, making her move on Hanabi uh-huh. or, or Hanachan, whatever. Sure. Like I really liked that motion of her hair falling. Oh, uh, when she was on top of like her, the silky. Yeah. So there's a lot of. There's a lot of little things like that that I enjoy from when I watch anime. You uh, you actually reminded me of a really good thing about this anime. And it was one of the first things that I pointed out to you after you watched the first couple episodes. Is that how this anime uh, treats sex oh, uh, yeah. in its way. Like, it's not the kind of... When anime usually portrays sex, it's for, like, fan service. Yeah, anything kind it's of for, sexual. Uh, like, arousal. Yeah. And... As I watched this anime, I never got the sense that it was trying. To, it was trying to arouse you. Yeah, it's try. It's using its sex to tell a story, a story. Mm-hmm. and it's such a like a, a main focal point to the story. Oh that, yeah, that I would say that there isn't any fan service in this anime. It's it's all intentional. Yeah, like it's not. It's not to titillate. Like I said, it's not to titillate or excite you in any way. Yeah. It's it's there to show you that these people are trying to fulfill their own Desire. fantasies, yeah. their own desires. Yeah, trying to fill their own voids, you know. Mm-hmm. And that yet exciting for them, it's still like their sex is kind of depressing in a way. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of the like the first shots of uh, Hanabi and, and Mugi, you know, making out mm-hmm. where Hanabi's like crying. Yeah. Like because of like she's thinking of of her unequated love, mm-hmm. like it makes it. I don't want to say it makes it pathetic, but I think that's what it what it's kind of aiming do. for. Yeah, like kinda maybe kind of desperate. Yeah, like not not pathetic as in like bad. I yeah. guess if if it's the word I'm looking for the connotation of the word, mm-hmm. but it just makes it look like dang that like. Like it's it kind sucks. of like desperate, on the verge of like longing, something like that. Yeah, and uh, like I said, all those shots, like the shots of their, like their lips or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, One thing I didn't like was the the tongue. <laughs> but, it's so weird. Yeah, I didn't like the tongue, but the high quality tongue action. <laughs> yeah. 
but um, everything else was fine. Any time where they actually do have sex, it is like cut away or like super implied. Yeah, like they're touching places or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it, and they do a good job of like censoring like um, like they like um, Akane. She's like having sex with uh, that one random playboy guy yeah and like the guy's touching her boob but like it still cuts off and you can only see his you can't see the nipple you can only see his yeah. hand so exactly. it's like things like that it's pretty cool but at the same time like how she's reacting to it like, oh yeah desensitizes how... yeah that scene mm-hmm. which relates a lot to that character to where, oh like, yeah how she doesn't really care yeah like she's not having sex for pleasure she's having sex uh just for the attention. The attention, exactly. Uh, get. I guess we could start talking about the characters. Well, I got uh, one more thing. With oh, cinema, yeah, go ahead. Cinema. Like, I really like the uh, symbolism in this anime. There was um, one part that really sticks out to me is at the very end when um, Hana is uh, getting something from a vending machine, a drink. Uh-huh. And she's drinking it, and she notices Mugi cross by, and they're not talking. At this point, they haven't talked in months. Yeah. And and then once like she says her dialogue, it does like a close up of a empty bottle in the trash can, mm-hmm. and it's the same water that they used to share when they're like on the rooftops. Yeah, yeah and it like kind of symbolizes like the end of their kind of like relation. it's empty, like yeah, you know, like, yeah, I, I, the end of their relationship. Yeah, I, kind I, I of. can see that. Yeah, it's one thing that I noticed right away at the end, the last episode. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like also like um, if you go through like the ending. Mm-hmm. Or the opening. You can go through the opening and you can tell right away there's a lot of symbolism in that opening mm. where uh, Akane is, uh, one of the shots is she's holding a, she's holding a rose. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. so obviously like a beauty with thorns. Oh, okay. So, and then, um, it's also like the obvious symbolism of, uh, Hanabi, like, falling so like she's oh, yeah. spiraling down, mm-hmm. as you can see like her relationships like in the corner like right next to her, as like she's just falling deeper and deeper into this pit. Yeah, and speaking of like the the opening like intro, like I didn't know the girl holding the roses was Akane until like the very last epi- like one of the last episodes. When... Oh man, yeah, yeah. It uh, doesn't really because it has because she has the same hairstyle as ha- Hanabi. Oh right? yeah, a little bit yeah. yeah. Um, there's also um. Like Mocha, with her like her angel wings, oh, but yeah. then it's inside of darkness. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a lot of cool symbolism just in that. Yeah, and uh, rewatching it just a second time is it turned so. This is a little bit off topic. It's not really. I mean, we don't we have a general a general yeah topic. We don't here. have a general schedule either. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, this anime, when I first watched it, uh, with all its characters, all its story, like every episode, I felt like sick at the end of it. Like, really, it was like made me feel like scum after I watched it. Like, I had to, I had to save one of my favorite anime of that season uh, until after I watched Scum's Wish because mm-hmm. I'd feel really depressed at the end of every episode, and then I had to watch the, another episode of another anime to make me. At least go up back to where I was before. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, watching it the second time, the sadness actually turned into hype. 
Mm. I don't know what it, what it was about. Maybe just <laughs> I knew what was what was gonna happen, but it made me really excited to like be like, dang, mm-hmm. like I was, <laughs> I was watching like like when I got to the part of like oh like she smelled the smoke, <laughs> and like I was like I remember my first reaction was like oh like dang are you serious, and it turned to like woo like, let's go <laughs> like. Calling, you know, Kanye the B-word, all this stuff. Like, the whole time I was like, man, maybe this time is the one where she gets hit by a truck. <laughs> like, I, I was, like, super excited. Um, the other one that, that really got me, like, excited was um, the episode where uh, uh, Mugi and uh, Hanabi go and they're like, um, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna confess our feelings. Oh, yeah. And then, uh... Hanabi gets turned down, mm-hmm. but then uh, Mugi with Akane, they, you know, have sex. Yeah, he actually <laughs> scores. Yeah, actually scores, right? And then the, the whole thing with Mugi and, and Hanabi would be like, okay, we're both going to get turned down, and then we're going to show up at this park mm-hmm. at, at 10 o'clock. And obviously, Mugi doesn't show up, Yeah, and uh, Hanabi is just like in tears, but she's like, she's I'm really sad and heartbroken, but... It's okay because I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to that shot. Even so, it's a single photography. It cuts to that shot of uh, Akane and Mugi together. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you serious Mugi, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, even though I like I said, I knew exactly what was what was coming. I think it made it to me. It made it a little bit better. It's really good. I really I really enjoyed the second time through. Uh, this seems like a, a good moment to get into uh, our favorite characters. Right. Uh, go ahead. I, I have I have a few. This is such a small cast. Yeah, and, and everybody's like, kind of likable. Yeah, everyone's really short. Mm, is well, likable. Maybe, not, right maybe not, not even not likable, but <laughs> maybe relatable. <laughs> I <don't> yeah. Know. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, so I think it, for me, I think oh, for, it has to be a tie between Hanabi. And Sanai, I like Sanai a lot for okay. some reason. <laughs> I, uh, I really, I really enjoy that they they gave her uh, Sanai a couple a couple good episodes. Yeah, uh, I really for me, I really liked them as the be- I think they're like the best couple. I I really like their dynamic. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, my my favorite part about their dynamic is that they both think that they're getting over on each other. Yeah. They both think like, "Oh, I'm taking advantage of her. I'm taking advantage I'm of her." Sure. But they're, <laughs> it's like they're taking advantage of each other. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they don't. They don't see that. They they just think that it's a one sided until the very end. Until mm-hmm. uh, one of those episodes, uh, the episode where they it comes to a head. Mm-hmm. They until the other ash start talking to each other about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both think it's just one sided. Yeah. When it's even my favorite part about their dynamic is that uh originally she doesn't want to uh Hanabi doesn't want to do anything with Sanai yeah because she doesn't want to doesn't want to hurt her yeah doesn't want to ruin her, their friendship mm-hmm. and uh she brings up with Mugi she, she goes I don't know why I can I can hang out I can you know kiss and make out with you but with you know with Sanai it's it's harder for me yeah which shows her like at that point it's just like because she cares more about Sanai than she does care about like yeah. Mugi mm-hmm. at, at that point. Yeah, because um, uh, she's 
she got, could touch Mugi with however. Because I think um, she says that when um, she's like first messing around with Mugi, right? That's like, like the first time that yeah. they actually did something sexual. Yeah. And she's thought like, oh, it's so easy to touch Mugi. Why, why is it so hard with Sanai? Is it because she's a girl? I don't know. I think, like you said, I get like we said, like I said earlier, it's just more of she's afraid of hurting her mm-hmm. and like losing her only friend. Like they mentioned, like Sanai is her only friend. Yeah, and that's what kind of uh, Sanai plays off of is like, you know, she has to give into my wins because yeah, if if she doesn't, then we're not going to be friends anymore. And she wants to be friends as much as I want to be friends, mm-hmm. which is like I said, that's. Uh, a horrible thing to to think, you know, using your advantage like that. Yeah. Um I don't know why I find it so funny that uh Sanai has a scum's wish hat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't, I find it hilarious. Like, yeah. The hat and then I guess in, if you watched it like if you're only speak Japanese you wouldn't know what it says. Right. But <laughs> Yeah. And then um well, because I guess the, the Japanese name is, I think it's like Kazu no Hanky or something like that. Mm. So, like, even then, if you didn't if you didn't know that it translated to Scum's Wish, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't see it. But it's pretty it's pretty funny that it's there. And I think even in the manga, she has, like, a Scum's Wish shirt. Oh. <laughs> but uh, every time I saw that Scum's Wish hat, I was like, man, I can't wait for that to go on sale. That has to be, you have to buy it somewhere. Yeah, somebody has to make it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I, another thing that I want to say is that um, my favorite voice actor is Hanavi, for, for sure. <laughs> the the total <laughs> ASMR of her voice, yeah, basically. Dude. Oh my goodness! I, I remember when first watching it too. That that's what, one of the things I really enjoyed was. Yeah. Movie is also really well good. Does good with those like kind of whisper voices. Yeah, he he's really good. Um, I feel like Hanabi always talks in a hush, almost always talks in a hushed tone. Yeah, I like that direction that the, I like that direction that they took. It's like everybody, it's not like upbeat. Well, it's, except for Mocha, my Mocha. Yeah, is Mocha's like the, the only one. Mm-hmm. Like everybody talks with like, uh, just like normal. Like like a lot of animes, they don't do like just normal talking. Over and, the top. Yeah, it's always like kind of over the top or exaggerated. This one, it's like. Okay, just talk, and that's how what we'll use. <laughs> right, except, like, except for Mocha, I feel like Mocha is the only like mm-hmm. anime character. In yeah, the... but she's like she also is like playing a part. Like she is trying to be a princess. Yeah, I guess so. So that's, so that's why she talks like that, probably. Yeah, I can I can, I can see that. Uh, is that is that all you want to? Yeah, that's, that's all I. What about you? What's your so, favorite? So we talked about Hanabi. Hanabi was. Uh, my favorite characters, exactly the same, almost same exact reasons that that you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my second day favorite character uh, is the prota- is the antagonist, which is Akane. Akane, oh my goodness! Yeah, I I love hate this character. Yeah, so it's much. such a good character. So much, just her being, she's just a narcissist and a nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Oh my goodness. Um. I have never wanted to see somebody get hit by a truck. Oh yeah, so bad in my life, and uh, it's so calculating everything that she does. It's exactly, like... and then just like there's like a really 
uh, after she, you know, seduces Moogie, mm-hmm. there's a really cool shot of uh, inside of Hanabi's mind where, uh, oh, not Kane's mind, in Hanabi's mind, uh, that uh, she has both Moogie and her and the other teacher. Yeah. And she's like uh, playing off of uh, Hanabi's uh, Hanabi's playing off her own doubts. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's saying like, "Oh, you weren't strong enough to get any of these people." Oh, I want to talk more more about Hanabi. Actually, that reminded me of like of how Hanabi act uh, acts. So as soon as um, uh, Kanai Sensei has sex with uh, Akane, and Akane uh-huh. tells her. Which is like... Straight out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's something that a teacher would normally get fired over. <laughs> I know. E- that's just like pure evil of her to even mention it to her. Mm-hmm. But she's... Uh, Hanabi's like, I want I want to take away everything that she has. Mm-hmm. And I want, I'm going to become just like her. Yeah. And then like, right I, away... I want to make her feel the way that I feel. Yeah. Right? And right away she figures out that she doesn't have enough self-esteem... Yeah. To even attempt what uh, Akane does. Yeah, she tried, but it fell flat. <laughs> exactly. And then, back back to Akane, just like, of her character, of... Uh, it's not that she likes the, su- the superiority over mm-hmm. people. Yeah. It's that, uh, in her own words, she doesn't want to feel inferior. Yeah. Like, doesn't... it's not a superiority... It's in, in, it is an inferiority complex. Yeah. Instead of a superiority complex. She doesn't want to feel taken advantage of, right? Yeah, so that's why she's the one who takes advantage of people. Yeah. And just as an evil character, like, you could see, like, this, per- like, this person existing. Oh, yeah. Like, this shallow person who only does, like... Oh, I see somebody. I see somebody happy. Well, I'm gonna be petty and take away their happiness. Mm-hmm. It's she's she's a piece of work that that one. Yeah. And um, reading a lot of reviews uh, for Scum's Wish, a lot of people gave it a bad review in the end because they say um, Akane doesn't get her comeuppance in the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, which she does I don't feel like she does either mm-hmm. she she like there, there's like one review I was reading, reading where they're like you know in the you expect the antagonist to get what's coming to him mm-hmm. and she benefits at the end cause she gets her and Kanai uh, since they get married yeah. at the end and I feel I like really like that ending because it's like not everything is happy happy in the end yeah like some think, some people never i don't think anything's happy at the end yeah some some people never get what's coming to them and that's i think um hanabi makes that realization at the end where it's fine yeah as long as i'm happy and they're happy Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah, people need to realize that, like, just because of, like something, like a movie, anything, it doesn't have a happy ending. It doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel like that ending, like, it gave like Akane like a little bit more character. Yeah, because you see the her way in a new she, light. yeah, the way she acts with uh, like 
her her husband at the end, mm-hmm. or her her you know Kanai, mm-hmm. he's uh like wants to change her. No, he doesn't even want to change her. Yeah, that's what she likes about him. He's like, go ahead if you want to be a slut and cheat on me. Go ahead, I'm still gonna love you. Yeah. And I that's love what you but, for yeah, for you for you or for your long hair. That's <laughs> yeah, and then uh, she's like confused by it because she's never felt unconditional love. Yeah, and um, there's a really cool scene with her and Moogie where she's like, "Hey, do you uh, do you like it when I like cheat or sleep with other men?" And he's like, "No, I hate it." And she's like, "Oh." Okay. Then, but didn't he have to think about it first? Yeah, like he was, he was like, like what? hmm, let me think. Yeah, he's like, what's the what's the right answer to this? <laughs> to where like Kanai was like right away was like, Nah, I, I, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel like uh, Kanai Sensei, he's a real like work also. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could ever be with. Yeah. Anybody who would just straight up cheat his on kind me. of his kind of character is like one in a million, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool how he he got yeah. her in the end, but yeah. At the same time, it's like, like I don't know, like they never get really into his psychology. Yeah. Except for like, why um, he likes her? Like, yes, I guess like everybody has like a a small mother complex when trying to find, mm-hmm. uh, you know, their partner. They want somebody that reminds them of their parent and that's why he likes her long hair yeah because that's the one thing that he remembers uh about his mom yeah um i actually wish they would have been went a little bit more into his mm-hmm. uh into his side yeah into his story but it never he's like the only character that doesn't get his own episode oh yeah um which i think it's like really misused like i feel like he's probably like the most bland character in the yeah, anime that's what but I for think. good re- I think for kind of good reason yeah but it I think him being so accepting of uh, Akane and her escapades is the reason why like Hanabi like loves him cause he's yeah. so accepting mm-hmm. um so who's your least favorite character well I, I still have some more favorites oh yeah go ahead my I, I still I, I like Mocha a little bit <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say Mocha's pretty cool. She she is pretty cool. I think that's like one of the worst episodes though. What her and on the her date? Her and on the date is really? such a boring episode. I really like the scene where they're in bed together. That's a really cool scene, and like you could feel, think like you could feel the guilt in Moogie when when they're about to mess around, but in, he ends up stopping because of it because he yeah, feels like, so guilty it's just the, the pay the first half of that day or the day part yeah the episode is like so slow paced yeah you're and watching think, a mermaid movie <laughs> yeah and like i think a hanabi's story in the beginning like saves that uh first half because uh-huh. that's when uh hanabi realizes like i don't have enough self-confidence to yeah to do what akane does i think that's what makes a lot like there's like i would say there's, there's no bad episodes because there's so many different things happening in each episode like even though this whole Mugi and uh, yeah, which is the, the A stuff, plot was yeah. like kind of lacking. Uh-huh. There was that Hanabi stuff to pick it up, but even yeah. even the that part of um, Mugi and Mocha picked up. It eventually like reached uh, a climax, and mm-hmm. that was really satisfying. Yeah, of uh, seeing how um, how Mocha 
uh, she's like, oh, people think I'm pure and innocent, but that's not the that's not the case. Yeah. Like you said earlier, everything she does is calculated. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to be presented, she's a princess as a princess, mm-hmm. and like all this stuff. And then um, she's like, uh, I knew I could cry, like basically cry my way into getting what I wanted. Yeah. And she knew it, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it even more, like makes her more scummy in a way. Yeah. I, yeah. As a character, I don't know. Like, I think, like, like you said, like she's very like boisterous. She's very like loud, mm-hmm. and like she stands out in the anime a lot because I feel like everyone else is. Yeah, just because she stands out just because of her outfits and her hair and all that stuff. Yeah, and I feel like she's the most like anime character. Oh yeah, of, definitely of all. Is there? Any, do you have any other favorites, or do you want to go into the least? Well, we can go. We can go into the least. I have one more favorite oh, minor. Oh, there you go. I have a favorite minor. Go ahead. Uh, I need to look up her name. Um, Mai, the the yeah hair, yeah 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 the short hair girl that takes advantage of Mugi. A Mugi, yeah. She, she has. She's a very interesting character. Is she? so <laughs> weird. Like it's like she took advantage of him at the beginning and then he took advantage of her towards the end i, I don't know i i just i i liked her design <laughs> yeah she she's actually really cool mm-hmm. and i don't know i don't know why i really like the the shot of like i guess it's the more symbolism mm-hmm. of like uh of her her empty uh coffee cup uh like so it was not coffee it was like, it was like a cold she was drinking like a cold coffee uh-huh. when she met with Mugi, and they go to the hotel and then uh, they finish up, uh-huh. and then that's when Moogie's like, she'd even stay the night. Like, he wanted to, like, talk to her or whatever, and she, all yeah. she wanted to do was have sex. Mm-hmm. Or and that's what she thought he That's what wanted. she thought he, he wanted, wanted, but he wanted more of a connection. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why that the shot of him, like, throwing away her empty cup uh, with the straw in it, like, sticks in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's a it's a really cool a really cool shot. Yeah, and well, I, I, don't, I don't really have much to say about yeah. it. It's just I thought she, she was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So least favorite. Uh, I talked. We talked on uh, a couple days ago about this guy. So, I I refuse to learn his name because I, I, I <laughs> hate this guy so much. It's Sine's cousin. Yeah. Um. One, it's creepy, weird incest. Yeah. stuff with her is being, it incest it's well i guess it is cousins. it's family yeah um i really mm-hmm. ha- hate how like pushy he is mm-hmm. uh i mean he's not really pushy but like just, the way he, he has like to, he has like no filter That's... yeah and he wants to keep himself in the picture so like in in the episode where um they go to the um the summer house Mm-hmm. Like he's just there, and uh, Sanai wanted that time for them to be alone. Yeah, and like if that were me, I would have like lost it. Yeah, like, like dude, just leave. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to be here with you know at that point like my girlfriend. I just want to be here by ourselves. Yeah. I want us to make this, and he he has the same thing that I, I hated with um uh from ballroom uh his Kyoto, um, yeah he has that same thing of like he's only he's only there to be like to i guess advance the plot oh yeah because like like all he does is like do you really love yeah this do girl? you really yeah <laughs> like 
I don't know. Like I feel like he served like he did serve a purpose in the end, but they could have handled it a different a lot, way. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. It could have been like a an epiphany or something. Yeah, that could have filled in in his role. Exactly, and I thought like if it was like an epiphany or like more inner thoughts, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot better. Yeah, um, like I think like that. Like a, a moral compass mm-hmm. uh, character like that, like, and that's the all he serves is trying to be the moral the moral compass. I think it, I don't think it's lazy writing. It's just that I don't really like that that trope itself. Yeah. Um, but and I, I guess with that we pretty much covered all the characters. Uh no I don't think we well, covered. Who did we miss? Uh, we missed uh my other my second least favorite character, uh, Moogie. I, oh, you don't like Moogie? I hate Moogie. <laughs> uh, my it might be the same reasons why I like like Akane mm. is that he I guess because he's like he is super relatable uh-huh. that he's just like he's a weak character not a weak character but like as in writing uh-huh. but like he's just mentally he's weak yeah and. I just I like it's kind of the reason like like worst character. It's not that like worst in quotations. Yeah, like Moogie, like not Moogie, Akane's cousin. I think that's a bad character. That's a yeah. actually bad written character. Uh-huh. I think Moogie's just an a hole mm-hmm. in the end. Um, I mentioned earlier with with him leaving uh, Hanabi high and dry at the end. Yeah, only sending like one text. Saying, yeah, I'm sorry. Then yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then not even explaining to her like like the day after yeah. like because after that scene they don't talk for like months. months and months yeah so, uh, and that's just I don't know how how are you gonna do my girl Hanabi like that <laughs> I know right um, like she trusted him and left nothing behind I get that yeah. like, makes and she it... still gave him the benefit of the doubt yeah mm-hmm. and it's. I don't know. And, like, him knowing that he's being taken advantage of, and he still wants to be, like, in that and, toxic and, relationship. Yeah, and knowing that he's hurting uh, Hanabi, Hanabi in yeah. the process. Yeah. Even though he's, like, I have... He even, like, before he had sex with Akane, he's, like, I have Hanabi now. Mm-hmm. That's somebody that I need to take care of. Like, he sees it, but he's, like, I can't. I'm weak. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can appreciate that, but... It's still like a dick move for him to do that. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, like how I, I love Akane for being bad. I, I hate Mugi for being bad. So I don't yeah. know what that, what that says about it. Um, do you, do you have any? Do I guess. Words? Well, well, I guess. Um, Akane is bad for just being bad, and and Mugi is doing bad, and it's like morally kind of bad. I mean, I guess they're both morally bad. Oh, I guess just so. that. Uh, I feel like I don't know. They're, they're both like rooted in there. They're both really well written characters. Yeah, and it, it's just, like it's a per, I guess it is a personal preference, just because. Uh, in the end, like, um, yeah, I guess Hanabi uses both of them to grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Like and. I don't know. I, I feel like for some reason that uh, Moogie just sliding, like uh, not sliding, Moogie 
what's the word I'm looking for? Mugi uh, getting over on Hanabi makes me more mad than uh, Akane like stealing uh, from like it's not as interesting I think. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, in that dynamic, maybe that that's what I'm trying to get at. Hmm. Well, I guess with that we covered all the characters. Like, yeah, no. Unless you want to count like uh, Sinai's cat or. <laughs> Uh, Hanabi's mom. <laughs> yeah, we pretty much hit all the the principal characters, yeah. which that's uh, one thing I do love. I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier is how small the cast is. Yeah, it's like, and even with the small cast, there's still a lot going on. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so you're not gonna be bored with any of their stories. Everyone's like a mile deep. Yeah, and that's what I can really, uh, that's what I really appreciate about uh, about it. Um. How how do you feel about the the music in the anime? Oh, I think it served its purpose. It's it's really good. It's very nice. The one song that really sticks out to me is in the final episode when uh when Mocha's on the runway, uh-huh. and there's like a like a song that's not in any of the other episodes, and it's like has lyrics and stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that's like one that really sticks out to me. Um, what about you? I really love the the intimate uh piano music oh yeah there's a lot of piano in this anime um just like the piano music's really great and then just the the intimacy of the music mm-hmm. when like they're making out or like they're just together uh-huh. uh even when they're not making out even when it, it's just mugi and hanabi out uh on the roof mm-hmm. uh talking that like that music it's like it really <laughs> I think it really fit with the anime. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's, besides the the one that you said, there's not really any, like, standout uh, music. Um, well, I guess there's that one, and I think it might have been episode two. It was just piano. Then that, uh, so, uh, Kanai and Hanabi were together, and they hear the piano, and they hear the piano, and they hear the piano from Akane. Yeah. There's that piece, and that, that was nice. Um... And then we talk about like how the the acoustic uh, guitar blend, the ending, oh yeah, going to the ending is really a nice touch that I uh, that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. All right, so for worst episode, I think we there, there are no really, there's no bad, bad episodes. episodes. Yeah, I think the, the I always mention when I, when I ask people like the the worst of something, people always imagine like the the bad. It's a bad connotation, but it's not the case. Like if I said. What's the worst Mario game? Oh, yeah. And some people would say it's Sunshine. But Sunshine isn't a bad game yeah. like, at all. It's just that it's the weaker of the Mario games. And a weak Mario game is better than a, the average video game. video game. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, my worst episode is probably going to be um, Lots of Love. And yeah. we, we mentioned it a little bit ago. Yeah, this is the episode where um, Mugi and Mocha go on a date. Yeah. And, uh, just, uh, that, just to say, uh, Mocha is not actually her real name. It's uh, Noriko, I think it is. Yeah, but Mocha is such a cuter... Yeah, it's, it's cuter easier name. to remember as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and it's an abbreviation of Most Kawaii, right? Most Kawaii, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah. But that episode... Uh, I think it's saved by Hana- Hanabi's uh, subplot, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And and the ending 
uh, bedroom scene. Yeah, I actually wrote that this was one of my favorite episodes because of that scene of uh, movie and yeah, like, uh, that's a that's a I I I can't appreciate that scene. That scene's really good. Yeah. Um, it's just because, like, I felt like you could feel the guilt that movie has when he's trying about to take advantage of Locus' friendship. And then at the end, like, even he's like, "No, nah, I can't. Yeah, I, can't I can't do, do it. it. You're, too, you're too special to me." Yeah. Even though he doesn't really show that she's special to him. Yeah. Well, because I think he even says it like he uses it to cling on to the past oh, almost. Okay. So like that's why she has to stay pure. Like like a doll. Even she mentions like, she's like, you treat me like a doll, but I want to be, I want to be touched. I yeah. want to be soiled by you. Mm-hmm. And soiled. Like, that's such a. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs> Jesus. Um. But that that just shows. I think. I mean, I don't know. Like it, her inner thoughts in the episode are actually also pretty cool. Yeah. About her just trying to take advantage. Like she's trying to take advantage of Moogie, but. Moogie's not having it. Mm-hmm. Even though he's... He says, like, oh, I am a man. And if you're gonna... Like, I'm gonna take advantage... I'm gonna take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And But then, like, at the end, he... Like, I guess that's the one good thing he kind of does. It's a good and bad thing, I think, that he yeah. does. Because even, like, Mocha wants it. Mm-hmm. And he, like, kind of takes away that satisfaction away from her. Yeah. Um, but it's a... Like I said, like... There's a lot of moral gray grounds in this uh, in this anime, yeah. which I can appreciate. Um, but yeah, I didn't write anything for worst episode. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, my favorite episode uh, is two, but I'm gonna I'm count it as one. Okay. Um, and which is um, it's I mentioned kind of earlier, Destruction Baby, and that's episode uh, five. Yeah, and uh, Welcome to the X Dimension. That's episode six. Yeah. Mm. So also, I don't know. I don't know if you you caught these, but they're all um, music. Uh, they're all songs. All the all the episode, episode titles. Yeah, they're really? they're song names. Huh? From what from artists? From like just different different artists. Like Japanese artists. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, like I because I I was looking it up because uh, I was looking at stuff about decor and a lot of the decor uh, things are like names of uh, of songs or music related okay and so um um destruction baby that's um that's the episode where uh, at the end of it she's like i had sex with uh kanai yeah in it but it, there's so much more happening in that in that episode mm-hmm. and the, uh, i think after i had rewatched it i i messaged like i can write a whole essay about yeah this one episode and it, it's, I think, uh, like, Head and Shoulders are, like, the best episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the Fallout, which is Welcome to the X Dimension, yeah. is that's when, like, uh, Hanabi uh, is, like, talking to her, her like, her kid self. Yeah. And, like, her kid self calls her, like, pathetic mm-hmm. for, for wanting to, uh, you know, go to the dark side, basically. Yeah, and saying it's your fault that this is happening because you didn't confess your love earlier or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, and then just, like, Hanabi, like, kind of, like, breaking, like, saying, screw it, I'm going to take away everything that makes her happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm going to be, like, petty. I'm going to do all this. And then her younger self saying, like, like, don't, like, just don't do it. I think that, that's, 
uh, another one of the symbolism things in this anime where a lot of times, uh, like, Hanabi and, um, even Akane has it at some points where they're, uh, like, their inner child or, like, their younger self is, like, talking to them. Yeah. And then about how, like, how they see them now as, like, gross people. Yeah. And I guess, like, that, it shows them, like, the, the parallels between those two characters. Yeah. It shows how, kind of how they're similar. Oh, yeah. How they're both, they both have, but the only difference is, is that, like, Akane is comfortable with her being, you know, yeah, evil. And Hanabi's not. Mm-hmm. Like, Hanabi's inner voice is always trying to get her to realize that she's being bad. Yeah. And you're doing this to yourself. Yeah. And while Akane's is like, it's kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But Akane herself is like, but I like being this way. Yeah. I love being this way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have uh, another favorite episode? Or? Yeah, I actually do. I have um, Butterfly Swimmer. Oh, yeah. The one where they go to the cabin. Like, even though the cousin kind of ruins most of it, yeah, there's definitely some, like, really cool parts to this anime, uh, to that episode. Oh, like, just, like, like the, the... The rain scene. The rain, I was gonna say the, the rain, rain scene. scene is really good. Ugh. It's actually, that might be one of my favorite scenes in this entire anime. Is That's the that weirdest cut, I think, actually, also. Like, the one cut I didn't understand was, like, um, I don't think that, that, leading up to that scene, I don't think it's the, I don't like the direction of it. Oh, do you think it escalated to... Yeah, and I guess it gets weirdly, like, she's like, oh, well, let's sleep in different rooms tonight. Mm-hmm. And then she went, and then she goes outside. But if you see, she walks out, like, out of frame, like, to the left, which is towards the rooms. But somehow she's outside. Um, like, that's like a weird... I didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's like a weird continuity thing that, like... The second time. I think the first time I watched it, I kind of noticed it. But the second time, like, I super noticed it. I could be misremembering. Mm. But I, I remember, like, I was like, that doesn't make sense that she's outside. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know, like, the the fact that it just cuts from another being like, like, no, no, wait, no. And then, then they're just outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like... Personally, I don't really like that transition. But... uh that's like nitpicking that episode. That that scene is like really, really well done. Yeah, the um, acting in that one is really well done as well. Yeah, it just it's it's sad. I mean, it's great that they they stayed friends in the end. Yeah, and uh, that yeah. that episode. I also like the the kiss in the park that they did. <laughs> what actually? What I really like about that. What I actually do really enjoy about the episode is that's. Um, essentially, that's the end of, uh, Sanayan, well, obviously Sanayan, end of her arc, mm-hmm. but it's also the end of Hanabi's arc. Yeah. Like, as a character, mm-hmm. like, that's where she's, like, she knows she's not alone anymore, like, she's comfortable of, of, with what's gonna happen in the end, uh-huh. just because she has, she knows she has Sanaya uh, with her, and at that point, I think, uh, Hanabi's character, like, kind of stops growing but i think that's like the, the evolution of the character like ends there yeah. like she's finally comfortable with what's in the future instead of being afraid of what's coming she's like starts embracing it mm-hmm. and it's like a great stopgap for that character i, I feel mm-hmm. 
And I, I don't know if this is in the same episode, but there's like a scene. There's two scenes that I like, and I, I think they might be in the same episode. But there's the one where it's I think it might be episode two or three. They're um, Hanabi and Mugi are doing karaoke. That whole scene I really liked. Oh yeah, I, I think, uh, and then what was the other one you said? That that one's that scene is really that good. That one seems really good. And the other scene I think it might be in the same episode is when uh, Sanai sleeps over for the first time. Uh, is that the first? Is that the same episode? Uh, I I don't. If it is, it then that episode is one of my favorites. But if it's not, then I just like those two. Either really, I know they're really close to each other. Yeah. Um, I think the karaoke might be in Destruction Baby. The fifth episode. It seems like it's too long. It seems like it. I don't. No. I don't want to say it is. I don't think because I was rewatching this as well, and uh, it's either in the third was... or fourth episode. It's really yeah. close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like that karaoke scene. The karaoke scene's really when, funny. Like you're doing karaoke, and then all of a sudden you're getting sad. <laughs> I know. And you start crying, man, into the microphone. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. But before we get into actually the accessibility of it, uh, I do actually really do want to talk about how good that last episode is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and even though, like you said, our kind doesn't get her comeuppance, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really good, like, of all the darkness that this anime is, mm-hmm. the last episode is like a beacon of light. Yeah. And I, I do like that in the end, uh... Hanabi doesn't end up with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has uh, she has uh, Sanai at the end. Yeah, but it ends but with that's the realiz- just recent. <laughs> yeah, so like it ends with the realization of that like time goes on, like time heals all wounds, mm-hmm. and eventually, eventually she's gonna find somebody. Yeah, that's gonna appreciate her for who she is, mm-hmm. and I think that's like a really big step for her character because. The whole time, she's thinking about, like, how do other people perceive me? How how yeah. can I make people like me? How can I do this? And, like, it finally shows, like, Hanabi is starting, like, to, like, love herself. Yeah. And that that's a message like, I can get. I can really get behind. Yeah. And, uh, it's almost like, uh, I think, uh, I've been last week you were talking about it, and you were like, uh, do you think you'd want more episodes to this or whatever or would you want a sequel and I said no because mm-hmm. I felt like it's the perfect it it is the the perfect ending I, I believe it is yeah I would agree with that alright so yeah accessibility so it's easy Amazon yeah. and if you want to watch the the I mean watch, watch read, read. The, read the manga you could watch it I mean read it on <laughs> Crunchyroll <laughs> and the you could read the sequel as well the yeah. core uh, so rewatchability easy uh yeah i would i was rewatching it this morning <laughs> yeah exactly uh i after i had watched it through the first i didn't really want to admit it to you but uh i watched all the episodes in one night yeah and uh was rewatching it during the week because uh-huh. uh i wanted to get more thoughts on it and uh it's really easy to rewatch again mm-hmm. um another thing with accessibility or i don't know where this would go but a good gauge of to whether know to know if you would like this anime is just to watch the first episode, because I guess a lot of people will probably be like squeamish with like touching and all that. Yeah, stuff. I guess it would so, be a good if you're, place. If you're on the fence, just watch the first episode. You'll know if you'll like like it or not like it right away. 
And then, uh, uh, I did. I guess I did mention that it is the feel bad anime of the year yeah. uh, up until the end, up until like maybe episode eight or nine. Yeah, like every episode is like, oh my god, don't do that, or please, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I give it a recommend, high recommend, high recommendation. Yeah, I definitely would recommend this to anybody. This would probably be. I said I never gave it a higher lows before. The car here would have been a high recommendation. I, everything, I think almost everything up to this point has been a pretty been a high, high re- recommendation. Maybe no, this next Ballroom, one that I'll choose, you'll probably say no, don't watch it. Well, Ball, I think Barnes like a like a on the a fence. low like a lower recommendation. Yeah, it's probably the lowest one. But here, I'll, I'll give it a high recommendation. Yeah, this is definitely a must watch. So. Yeah, you heard it here first. If you don't love yourself, then how are you supposed to love anybody else? <laughs> oh, man. That's so true. <laughs> All right, Jay. So, we've come to this old dusty trail. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's next week's anime? All right, Aaron. So, with with this depression that you've enlisted on me. <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to... It's going to be the complete opposite of what we just watched. This is going to be an anime that's for kids. Okay. So, it came out, I think, probably mid-90s. I doubt you've heard of it. But it's an anime that I watched here and there. Like, I never knew when this anime was on. So, I only watched, like, episodes here and there. And it's uh, Flint the Time Detective. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. This is like like a... Each episode, there's like a new monster that they have to find in a different time period. And it has, like, some certain power. And they could evolve... Like, like Pokemon, but it also regresses like Digimon. What the heck? Okay. So like there's an episode where um, there's like this baseball thing that they need to find and it's in Babe Ruth's time and it's helping Babe Ruth. What the heck? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And it, we, we're going to have to watch it on YouTube because it's not on like Crunchyroll or anything like that. All right. Here you go. The first illegal. <laughs> the first. It's on YouTube. But... Yeah. It's on. Yeah. But it's probably not from the. The creators, or yeah, it's not. So, this will be the first. This will be the that, first one that it's not on an official streaming site. <laughs> All right. Well, until right. next time, folks. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. If you like us, uh, leave a like, share us with your friends. Yeah, and hopefully, we'll uh, soon, sooner rather than later, it's gonna be on YouTube. Yeah. So make sure you you know hit subscribe yeah we'll let we'll let you know once the youtube channel is up and running yeah so hit it subscribe like Mm -hmm. uh share uh if you like us go ahead and uh post on your social media yeah Uh, every like every week every view counts and uh, it is appreciated all right guys so we'll see you in the next one all right bye later